All right, and we are live. What's up, everyone? My name is Richie, and welcome to the sixth episode of Stats on Stats, a Lit RPG podcast hosted here on the Penultimate Conquest. As I said, my name is Richie, and today I am joined by my brother in arms, the guy I know who always has my back in a medieval game or whatever we're playing, Joel Harvey. Joel, how are we doing today? Hi, Rich. I am doing fantastic. <laughs> Hell yes. And we are also joined for the very first time, the host of Anime Nation, the Gibby main in Apex Legends, my man, Ryan. Ryan, what's going on? Not much excited to be here. This is going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. This is going to be a great time. So let's just jump go ahead and jump right into it i don't really have any housekeeping other than it's been about a month since we did our last episode it's been delayed due to personal reasons because i had to get a new car and it was just not a fun time but today we are talking about joel and i's favorite series in the lit rpg genre and probably favorite series of all time the land by our Hong kong joel how did you first hear about the series? Oh, man. Uh, so I first heard about this series when I first started getting into Lit RPG. Uh, first, I started with Ready Player One. Uh, that was recommended to me by a friend. And then after reading that, one of the recommendations from Audible was The Land. So after that, I was kind of hooked on uh, Lit RPG as a genre. Okay. Uh, and then... Of course, I recommended it to everyone and my friend. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that that's totally how I heard about it was this uh, this guy I know, he came out to visit me in Colorado and he was like, dude, you got to listen to the series. And I was like, ah, I mean, I really don't want to. I don't really do reading that much anymore. He goes, you're going to listen to the series. <laughs> and after finally wearing me down, I finally listened to it. And holy shit, was I hooked from day one. Hey, hey, Ryan. How'd you hear about the series? You pestering me to listen to it? I'm pretty sure I gifted you the audiobook, and you're like, yeah, I don't really do audiobooks. Yeah. But hey. You're not a big audiobook guy. But you have to admit, Nick Podell does a good job. Whether you're an audiobook fan or not, he, he does a good job. He's got that range. He got some range. I'll give him that. All right, so before we dive super into it, I'm going to go ahead and read the description and everything. So, tricked into a world of banished gods, demons, goblins, sprites, and magic, Richter must learn to meet the perils of the land and begin to forge his own kingdom. Actions have consequences across the land, with powerful creatures and factions now hell-bent on Richter's destruction. Can Richter forge alliances to survive this harsh and unforgiving world, or will he fall into the dark denizens of this ancient and unforgiving realm? A tale to shake the land itself, measuring 10 out of 10 on the Richter scale, how will Richter's choices shape the future of the land and who will reside in it? Can he grow his power and meet the deadliest of beings of the land when he chooses, 
When choices are often a shade of gray, how will Richter ensure he does not become what he seeks to destroy? And, as always, gnomes rule. All right. So, let's go ahead and start with initial thoughts. Joel, what are your initial thoughts on this book? Oh, man, I think I'm a little biased. Um, A little? A little bit. But, yeah, uh, this is definitely one of my favorite uh, lit RPGs. It's one of the first ones I uh, got into. And, well, okay, getting into lit RPGs, I did it because I wanted to read more. So I would find something on Audible and then uh, get interested into that series and then read along or read the books before they came out on Audible. And The Land was one of the first books I could actually do that with. Uh, yeah. Okay. 10 out of 10. Hey. Would hey, recommend. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> what are your thoughts, buddy? I, of the ones I've read now, which was this one and the Dark Souls-esque one. I forget the title Pirates, of that. Pirates Souls Apocalypse? Or did you read War Eternus with the different deities? Well, I think it was... Pyre Souls. Pyre Souls. Was it Pyre Souls? Okay. Uh, this one was uh much better, and I, I think I really enjoyed his respawn system for this, and all that going into that was super cool. I really liked the way they did that. Any any other thoughts? Let's see here. What else do I really enjoy about it? So, for, uh, not a thought, but I think you've always been calling this land. Is it the land chaos seed? Was Chaos Seed the book? It's the Chaos Seed saga. The land is the series, and then you have okay. the books. You have founding, forging, alliances, catacombs, swarm, raiders, predators, and then monsters. I always, I always get a mix up. Joel and I were going through this debate earlier. Um, but the land is the series, and it's a part of the Chaos Seed saga because Richter himself is a Chaos Seed, which we'll go into when we, you know, talk about it and everything. And mm-hmm. I mean, I'm even rocking my land shirt today, which has the <laughs> Miss Village symbol on it, and I love it. And it's actually got text uh, from the cool. book. Yeah, the, I got this for Christmas from my grandma. I've worn it, worn it a couple times for the penultimate conquest, mm-hmm. and um, it actually, like, you can barely see it, but it's got black text, and then the gold text just makes out the symbol. Oh, that's neat. It's actually like uh, pieces from the book. It's so freaking mm-hmm. cool. But um, so, yeah, the land is the actual series and Alaron Kong is the author and he is he has the title of the um, father of American lit RPG and he does such a good job with his world building and the actual development of the characters because there's stuff that happens you know later in the book that references stuff that happened within the first few pages of the land and it's just like holy shit i forgot about this but that's too much of a spoiler (laughs) material i don't want to go into because i want you to continue reading this series ryan joel and i've already listened to it probably about six or seven times a piece so it's good yeah there's there's definitely stuff that like going back to it you pick up on that you probably didn't get like the first time mm-hmm. but there there's yeah. stuff i'm still catching 
there's so much that happens that it just oh that's super cool it's it's really cool um like okay so we'll go ahead and dive in really quickly yeah, yeah let's, let's get into it so the book opens in a forgotten <laughs> realm we nah. have no wait we're talking oh about, okay yeah yeah the prologue. The, the prologue okay we are in the court of the light and dark these are the banished gods of the land. Mm. They have been locked away in a pocket dimension. And they are trying to get themselves free. So, Joel, how are they going to get themselves free if they ever get themselves free? Well, oh, man. So I think it's the prince of the, the dark court dark court uh who is viewed in the prologue but he has been trying to uh break uh so the land is uh the lock that locked away the light and dark courts using every possible aspect of magic uh, in existence so the light and dark courts have been trying to destroy the land for uh like ever and they've just been sitting sending cataclysm after cataclysm uh, to the land to try to destroy it and so the prince of the dark court uh he uh spies on another realm i guess of the humans of earth and the number one place of chaos yes um magic is non-existent there uh and he sees this race and he sees how they have pretty much tried to destroy each other like multiple times uh threatening the planet and he's like i need that and so he goes about trying to get humans from Earth to the land. And he's trying to get... He sees that when you get enough of uh, chaos seeds, which are the people of Earth, in a small area, it uh, has a negative effect or, like... Uh, Possible planetary destruction is what he's aiming a for. A cataclysm, Joel. A cataclysm. <laughs> That's the yeah. word you were thinking of. So, somehow, these god-like beings create a video game of the land. And it is a very, very popular VR MMORPG. And I'm going to read the last paragraph of their little section. And as for the pesky matter of free will, each and every player agreed to come to the land willingly. They signed their digital name to a contract when they started playing the game. After all, the prince thought with a so small smile, who had time to read all the fine print? So <laughs> this takes reading the fine print of a video game to a whole new level with the user agreement. Because at some point, you could honestly agree to be transported to another dimension with video game-like mechanics. 
Holy shit. All right. Well, it wouldn't, wouldn't be the worst thing. Ryan, what did you think of the <laughs> light and dark court? Like, little passage you got that kind of just throws... Like... I thought it was an interesting way to open. It definitely made me interested to see what was going to happen now that I've kind of gone the higher level powers at bay from that are controlling the strings behind the story before I get into a, a much smaller adventure in the scheme of things with Richter. So what if I told you that almost every book, the only book that doesn't have this is book eight, I believe. Joel, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it book seven and eight or is it just book eight? I think it's seven and eight. Seven has the epilogue right yeah okay i think so each book has a opening passage with the light and dark court oh that's cool so it kind of sets the tone of what's possibly going to happen in the books and then goes completely the opposite direction mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so after we get through the light and dark court we meet a band of pesky little adventurers pulling off Gamers. a heist <laughs> Adventurers, Joel, they are in a video game. They are adventurers. They are travelers, as the MMO people would call us. We meet up with Silk and his team as they are pulling off a heist on a castle. They're going to rob this place. We get into the story and, well, Richter goes off, you know, off target a little bit. He's he's just leaving. He's going to go do his own thing because he wants some secret loot. They're the first to adventure into this castle. And Richter's like, hey, there's kind of a hidden chamber over there. I'm going to go check it out. And one of his party members, and it's one of my favorite quotes, and it's the way Nick Podell says it. I swear to God, Silk, if you blow this mission just for some extra cheap loot, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to know your nuts next to a stump and kick you backwards. I love it because that just sounds painful. <laughs> but it sets the comedy for the team because it's a bunch of guys and one female playing playing a game together. They're just having a good time. Well, Richter goes into this chamber and is cut off from communications from his team. He is then greeted by a booming voice and asked multiple times if he would like to be on an adventure where he could have the power he wanted. He had to seek for that power. He was going to be able to grow. Do you accept? And you have to agree three times. Because in the land, your words have power. And once you agree three times, you are bound to that. And four word, three words are met. And those words, Joel, thrice heard and witnessed. No, it is four words. Okay, I was right the first time. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> but you are met with thrice heard and witnessed. So the land acknowledges your agreement to be transported. And then Richter is met with a blinding white light and wakes up in a forest on the grass in a nice little cupboard little area and Joel who do we meet oh we meet everybody's favorite little demon terrible person 
I was going to say, don't, <laughs> use, don't use the description that we finally learn about that we didn't need to know <laughs> in book eight. Uh, we meet Zetrix. Zetrix, the imp. Yes. Uh, Zetrix is sent to uh, basically tell Richter that this is not a game. He, he repeats and... it multiple times. This is not a game. Yeah, that anyway. is a non-point. <laughs> I've been practicing my voices, dude. Um, but yeah, and he just introduces Richter to the land. Uh, he is basically asks for his name, which is when he's like, oh, I want to be known by my accomplishments. I'm going to shake the land of itself, and I will only be judged by my deeds on the Richter scale. And he ends up picking Richter as his name, which I would, I love. That's, that's an awesome naming scheme. Most, most lit RPGs that I read, they, uh, they are terrible at naming schemes. And that's kind of like uh, a theme. Well, they, they mainly just have like, you know, common names like Jace or, yeah. Well, I mean, Jace isn't super common, but, um, or, you know, Easel Allen or some of the other lit RPGs you and I have read, which Bounty I... McTown face. <laughs> Poner Boner <laughs> 007 is my favorite one. Oh, gosh. I got a chuckle out of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> so we finally see the stat sheet for the first time. And uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts on the prompts that come up? Like whenever Richter gets like a new quest and I'm going to I'm going to read a few of them and everything and kind of give a little general idea of about how the stat sheets and everything work. So, uh, Ryan, give me your initial thoughts real quick. Um, When I first listened to it, I wasn't a big fan of hearing how the stat sheets were laid out through an audio. That's why I had to switch to a uh, just reading a typical book of it. OK. But uh, once I liked it, I thought they were super simple, easy to read. I got everything that they were trying to do. I like the the systems in play are hardcore systems in play that they follow rules. There's not a lot of rule breaking from it, which I oh. like. Oh, that's where you're so wrong. There's so much rule breaking that's going to happen. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's great. And it's is I'm gonna quote Joel from earlier because we were playing some uh, Dark Alliance. Sometimes when I pick up a new game, I just like to whisper, "I'm gonna break you." <laughs> <laughs> so we when we get the stats, I'm gonna read uh, the very first stat sheet we get. Name, blank level one zero percent to next level. Age twenty four. Race chaos seed. Human. Alignment. Neutral. Languages. Sapient mortals. Reputation. Level 1. Who are you again? Health. 100. Mana. 100. Stamina. 100. Strength. 10. Agility. 10. Dexterity. 10. Constitution. 10. Endurance. 10. Intelligence. 10. So all of his stats are 10. Resistances. None. Skills. None. Marks. None. Abilities. Limitless, 100% affinity in any and every skill. Gift of Tongues, ability to comprehend any sapient language. So those are two abilities that will always come into play for Richter. 
with his limitless ability, he is able to pretty much never have to worry about his affinity going down. He can level up any stat and pretty much be trained in any school of magic. Where some people have like an 80 to 90% affinity in some, but would be at 10 in another. Oh, hold on real quick. Joel, the hearth mother, text me. <laughs> well, you heard what the narration is like, but reading it in book form, it's basically looks something a little more like this. Uh, that's I was, a little. I was going to try to pull up a window but, for it, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Yeah, like so it's it's comprehensive. So we can go through our notes. Yeah. Um. Uh, just to read, because if you're probably used to video game, uh, notifications, so and you get a little dee -dee -dee -dee, like it has yeah. a sound effect that comes anytime he hears it, and each time he has, um. A notification he gets some sort of sound effect and when he levels up for the first time he hears the greatest sound of just a orchestra of trumpets and it's cool so anytime like you know i'm just listening to the book or anything i'll just hear and then you have leveled up and the way nick Podell just performs that is perfect so um before we continue on, let's let's just have a little fun here. Ryan. Yes. You are allowed to have 100% affinity in one ability or school, I should say. Where would you want that? Whenever it comes to anything like that, uh, the first and only response I always have is pyromancy. That doesn't Pyromancy. surprise me. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. Joel, where would you be? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, it could be weapon. It could be, you know, magic system. It could be really anything. I'm going to say come back to me. God damn it, Joel. You do yours first. You do yours first. <laughs> um, I would have to say either um, light magic or necromancy. Ooh. In the dark magic school. Necromancy is nice. But... I would say blood magic. <laughs> God damn it, Joel. <laughs> but, yeah. So after Zetrix kind of goes over the little things with him, um, Zetrix has one of my favorite lines early on, too. I guess you now know you're the definition of a basic bitch. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> the way Richter replies is just, oh, hold up. <laughs> Did he just call me a basic bitch? bitch you bastard <laughs> and then he proceeds to get his ass kicked by a little like level one wasp because he doesn't know that hey i'm not my level 200 and something rogue named silk and then he is offered the um, chance to change his name because his original Earth given name is James. 
don't ever use your real name <laughs> is what he's told because people have magic that can control you for using your real name but he's a chaos seed from earth so now's the perfect chance for him to change his name so if people use a skill called analyze they'll see his stats and they'll see his name and he changes his name to richter when i first heard the name richter joel know what my first thought was what richter belmont <laughs> but no it's an earthquake <laughs> I also thought of Castlevania first See? before I thought the Richter scale. Yep. Because cause we gamers. <laughs> but him choosing the name Richter is very important because he does pretty much go on a little bit of a rampage and changes the world of the land. But Zetrix proceeds to ask him, do you know anything about the Forest of Nadria? And Richter replies with, yeah, it's a part of an upcoming expansion, but I don't think that area has been released yet. Okay, so you're not completely useless. Zetrix is a little dickhead. <laughs> but he's a demon, so that makes sense. So he learns, you know, pretty much how to use some basic abilities, and then Zetrix leaves him with a bow, some cloth armor, and... I think a dagger. Does he leave him with a dagger, Joel? Yeah. Yeah. So Richter leaves where Zetrix and him first met and goes into the forest of Nadria, where he kills a few foxes and stuff on the way, levels up, I think, to level two. And then he starts to hear little voices in the tree that sound like songbirds. High-pitched little voices. And at first he's like, eh, I don't really, yeah, it's nothing. And then they're like, all right, let's shoot him. Hold up. <laughs> nope, nope. My name is Richter. I'm not from this world. Goes into a whole spiel about how he's new to the land. And then we meet everyone's favorite wood sprite. Joel, tell us a little bit about the bloodthirsty Toy Story reject. <laughs> oh man yes we meet scion and scion has issues <laughs> he has issues with humans in general which we do finally learn about uh later on yeah and uh he definitely takes that out on richter quite a bit um, quite a bit <laughs> no. Well, he to the point where, <laughs> yeah, to the point where he's like, "Wait, are all wood sprites just dickish?" And <laughs> yeah, there's. Oh man, but I love that uh, relationship between Richter and Scion because it is just the like two best friends dogging on each other all the time it's our relationship yeah it's it's, it's our relationship <laughs> and the more i listen to it like it just it reminded of it reminded me of when i met you junior year of high school i hated you i thought you were a little dickhead <laughs> and i was like oh this guy's actually I, pretty cool. I was yeah you, yeah you were kind of a shit <laughs> but then i was like wow this dude's like one of my best friends and ryan's over here laughing at us <laughs> <laughs> But then again, I was also kind of a dick, so it just kind of went, you know, toe and toe. 
So but yeah, that that's definitely something. Starting the land that got me to want to read more of it was the relationship between Richter and Sion. Which it develops so beautifully throughout the series, which Ryan should be another reason to just continue reading because it's good. It's <laughs> good. So after we get all that fun jazz and stuff, we get to the hearth tree. Ryan, do you want to talk about the hearth tree? We're trying to... That wasn't the quest he just got, right? Or is that he gets it at the hearth tree, yeah. That's yes. when he meets Hisako of the hearth tree, which... I believe his name or her name is after Alaron's mom, right, Joel? Like Hisako is uh, his his mother's name. I because at the beginning, don't remember at the beginning of the book it says dedicated to my mother. I'm going to it right now. He says Bachan, which is yes, yeah, Stephanie Hisako Kong. Yeah. So, which all hail the hearth mother. We 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 do adore the Hearth Mother, and I mean, in the Miss Village, we have the Hearth Mother of Geneva, who's the assistant tower on, and she runs the page, and she's an absolute wonderful human being, and <laughs> it's been so much fun to talk to. I've been back and forth with her for a little bit, and she's just an absolute delight. So uh, we get to the Hearth Tree, we meet the Hearth Mother, who is actual Scion's actual mother. So Scion is technically royalty even though he's a dick. So no, no wonder he's royalty. He's a dickhead. <laughs> but um, so we get, th we get there to um, when he receives his quest. Oh, we, we skipped a certain, uh, an important part, Joel, the favor. The favor. Oh, from Z-Trix? Yep. Yes. Uh, basically, Z-Trix leaves a ring with him that uh helps increase his health and he's like oh thanks dude i owe you one and he's like thank you Zetrix. i really he's owe like, you, Richter said i owe you one and he's like really he's like yeah and then zetrix is like uh, thrice heard and witnessed and so that's the second time he gets tricked into uh saying, saying something three, three times. times yeah and he's like, oh, crap, I, I should watch what I'm saying. So, we so he ends up owing a demon a favor, and that comes into play okay. in the latest book. But it, it hangs over, like, the story of, like, oh, man, this is going to come back to bite him. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, anticipation. So You never know when he's, it's going to happen. So, so Ryan, uh, go ahead and uh, tell us about Hisako. And when Hisako, he... uh, one of my favorite parts in this was when they're when the whole part was asking where he's from. He's like Atlanta, ATL, shoddy. <laughs> Big fan of that. I was like, ah, oh, he's he's having some fun still. Oh, he's it hasn't he's it hasn't set in yet that this could be a problem. I mean, like, he, he just, later in the books, he just says he's from Earth. He doesn't really say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. But he's just like, yeah, like, uh, I'm from Earth. And he, he does meet some people mm -hmm. from Earth along the way. Uh, the first person he meets is, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so then we get 
to him accepting a quest from the horse mother of cleanse the forest one which is just go kill some wolves it will be an easy simple job the wolves they're, they're out there you'll oh, get i'll read the quest prompt <laughs> you have been offered a quest cleanse the forest one diseased animals have been threatening the well-being of the wood sprites success condition kill five wolves to show that you can be relied upon Rewards, safe passage through the lands of the wood sprites of the forest of Nadria. Penalty for failure or refusal of quest. Watering the roots of the hearth tree. <laughs> Do you accept? <laughs> yes or no. So that's one really cool thing that uh, with the quest system in this book is there is actual pen penalties for failure or refusing the quest. Not. I don't think any other wood RPG does that, Joel. Am I am I uh, wrong? I'm sure there are ones that do it. We just haven't gotten like, to them yet. Yeah. So he we Richter is assigned a companion for this quest, Scion. Brian, what are Scion's thoughts on this quest? Uh, let's just say they're not that happy to be having to team up with uh, Richter here. And it's because he's a human. And yeah. he makes the comment of, I can't tell anytime you open your, or the difference between you speaking or you breaking wind. When yeah. he makes, <laughs> and Richter goes, I didn't know those berries <laughs> made me too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, there's a lot, <sighs> this kind of sets up the beginning of their relationship and that's one thing i will enjoy and it comes back into play a little later on because they make a joke about it but richter kills one wolf and Sion just stands there and he's like richter celebrating he's like yeah i got one i got one and Sion goes why are you celebrating what do you mean there's more and like three other wolves are just sitting over there. And this is the first time Richter sees the status screen of you have died. So, Ryan, what do you think of Richter's first death? Um, brutal. Getting torn apart <laughs> by wolves is, does not sound fun. And he has to watch it for, until he dies. Yeah, he, he doesn't he, pass out. He he like has to literally watch the wolves kill him. Yeah. No, that uh, one thing I found the most interesting throughout the whole reading was the whole death mechanic they had here, where and, he was locked in it, watching it, and then he gets to the screen, and then he can reboot himself and all that. And it's not necessarily him rebooting himself. He's like thrown through a chaos portal. Okay. And so he'll run back to the forest of Nadria or through the forest of Nadria. He's met with the sprites again, which the woods. Um, this is also one of the first times his um, gift of tongues ability comes into play because the sprites of Nadria speak a different language than, you know, everyone, because it's just like with elves and other races, they all have different languages and it doesn't it necessarily it does translate into Richter's you know, mind where he's pretty much hearing English, but they're speaking, you know, 
the woodland sprite tongue and then when richter goes to you know reply it goes off and comes out as the sprite but he's running back through and he's like no no my name is richter i'm from earth i am on my way to see the hearth mother she had offered me a quest and they allow him passage he gets to the throne room Joel, I'm having PTSD. <laughs> he gets to the throne room and Hasako addresses him and she goes, who are you? You are not the man that I just offered a quest to. He proceeds to ignore her, walk up to Sion and bitch slap him. He smacks <laughs> the shit out of Sion and then gets on top of him as goes to throw a few punches and that's when Hisako puts him in a stun hold essentially with her magic because she's terrifying <laughs> Joel yeah what happens well he basically has to prove that he's the same person that uh, was sent oh no we lost Ryan um he has to prove that he's the same person, which he does. And then he uh, tells her, hey, the wolves are rabid and there's something that's causing them to be diseased. And so he's like, she's like, okay, um, since Sion didn't help you and basically got you killed... You you're free to travel the the lands of uh the wood sprites. But uh then Richter's like, Well I finish what I start and so he, that's when he goes back to uh fight the wolves again and uh explore uh that quest line out and Something that I really, really enjoy is just how there there's two themes that the land keeps, and that is with danger comes reward and uh, those with power attract power. Yeah. And that uh those themes Along with Richter's chaotic, uh, chaos seed, uh, making more events happen, and his limitless Whoa. ability to basically take Joel. any reward he gets and use it, just makes him snowball and powers. You, you just dived fast. into some spoilers territory. When did I do that? Talking about the chaos nature. <laughs> Hey, his name is Chaos Seed. God damn or, the name of his race is Chaos I'm, I'm going to pull an hour on and popcorn you. Oh, no. Popcorn. So, but we're kind of running out of time, so we're going to skip ahead a little bit. So just hit some cliff notes really quickly. He accepts the quest. He is joined by or he's accompanied by Scion. They go kill the wolves. They run into a pack of goblins. They kill those goblins. And the, the goblins kind of are, are doing unpleasant things to each other. 
it that that was weird to listen to <laughs> they poisoned the goblins they poisoned the goblins and that's when we hear that <laughs> the the disneyland reject is actually smiling one of my favorite names for scion is the disneyland reject um so we kind of discussed the beginning of the book i don't want to go too much further in um like we're gonna skip a few parts you know with them getting to the village for the first time because that's that's a really cool part and the surprise of ah, god the monotone boy butin butin ryan overall yeah. from the areas that we visit a little bit in the land would you say you have a favorite one so far or are you wanting to see a little bit more each one keeps topping itself in my opinion okay that I am, I want to see, I, I just want to keep seeing more of this world. So, like, I like the world they're building out here. So what if I told you that pretty much once they get to the, uh, back to the village, they don't really, they explore, like, the surrounding areas, but they don't, a lot of it has, ta takes place in the forest of Nadria, in the okay. surrounding aspects of the Miss Village. Okay makes sense right pretty cool so we're gonna do, joel and i have decided we're gonna do this as a little series to where we're not gonna do it all live on twitch like we're doing now we are going to record an episode and then just upload it to our youtube channel for each book it's gonna be a fun time but that's a little side. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite ability that Richter has so far? Yeah, or a combination I... of abilities? Yeah, so let me pull out one of his later stat sheets. All right. Joel, while he's doing that, what about you? I um, stick with book one. I know where you were um, going. Stick with book one. <laughs> he gets grease, right? He gets yes. grease. He does get grease. In book one. Yep and and fire at some point i think i think he he, he gets fire does he get fire in book one i don't remember him no. Fire. no 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 he does not get fire he gets, in book one. um from the three masters that he meets when they're in the uh, kingdom of eve with tarod and the group before that mission he gets grease ice dagger ice dagger nightmare earth and unrestless sleep Oh, no, that's when they go. Ability. Yeah, that's the sleep one. Mm -hmm. That that one is really cool. And it's it's a dark magic ability. Mm -hmm. And here's a cool fact, Ryan. Those three mages he meets come into play later. Oh, that's neat. Um, it's always like a looping. That's cool. It is. And another thing that our on like he does a great job not only with the world building, but the building of the Miss Village. The characters. Which, which is Richter's, yeah. you know, domain. It's his place of power. The more, as the books go on, he grows the Miss Village. They end up getting like a, you know, a forge and all this stuff. Okay, and they cool. actually, so they get, we get refugees there and uh, some stuff that happens in the first book. Uh-huh. C comes back into play in, in the third book. 
Because there's always ramifications for actions. And yes, stuff. every action has a consequence. Mm-hmm. And it is... Um, it's brutal, some of the consequences. Mm-hmm. There, there are some parts that I have to skip because it makes me uncomfortable. Like, let me reiterate this, Ryan. <laughs> it mm-hmm. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that's intense. <laughs> you're a fucked up man, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you, you've played games with me. You know. <laughs> um, and that's another th- cool thing about Alaron's writing style is when he wants to get dark, he gets dark. Like there were some things that were kind of like making me a little uneasy, um, just like the mm-hmm. the little um, actions of how Isabel was being treated. Yes. At the manor. And just like how kind of like broken she was when they mm-hmm. when they find her. Um, but the characters we meet along the way up until that point, my boy. Randolphus. I love him. Good old Randy, Joel. Good old Randy. But we meet we meet three major characters that will that play a huge part in the like the building of the Miss Village. Uh, when he's after they leave the hearth tree, we meet Calder, the <laughs> captain of the guard. I love Calder. In the first book, he he comes off. He's like this guy. There's something <laughs> off about him. I like this guy. And it turns out he, you know, like cons them into paying his debt and everything off to the guy. So and then getting the papers for Zion uh, and then Tarod. Tarod actually has a really, really big part in the uh, building of the Miss Village because Tarod is Richter's captain or like he's the commander of the guard for the Miss Village. And a lot of book two focuses on like the construction of the Miss Village and just kind of like getting it up and um, Richter's like running his own settlement. And ah, damn it, Joel. Now I'm getting sad. <laughs> so, Joel, out of the yeah. characters we meet along the way in the first book, best character. Yes. Um, oof. I don't know. Uh, I think the one that I was most excited to become a Mist Villager was Calder. <laughs> just because that was a surprise. He he definitely ignites a spark in the flame. Yeah. Um, yeah. From the first book, that's he's probably my fave. Okay. Ryan. I have to agree. Calder was awesome. <laughs> like he just he has like I think a total of like five minutes of interaction like within the book like reading yeah yeah it's so beautiful <sighs> he's just a cool dude Randy I gotta say Randy Randall oh, well Randolph. the minute I the minute I hit I was like oh so this is where Rich gets his gamer tag yes. from okay yes. yeah. Yeah, and that's that's why I went with Rich Dolphus because I was like Joel, I want to do like a um, a land type game because um, Joel in World of Warcraft he made a demon hunter and he named it uh, Scion's full name. Uh, okay, so I was Sion like, all right, right, well I I'm gonna change my gamer tag, and I was like, I can't be Captain Hand Kiwi anymore. It's just stupid. <laughs> I mean, you can. It fits. <laughs> um, 
so we've we've talked a little bit about the characters we've talked a little bit about the mechanics in the world ryan last night when i messaged you about what time would be good to do this podcast mm-hmm. you said you had some hot takes are are you ready to share those hot takes and possibly be crucified by joel and i <laughs> um yeah all right let's do it joel it's hot take time a new segment on Stats on Stats, Ryan's Hot Takes, where I have hot takes on the penultimate conquest. So like, you know, <laughs> The Dark Knight's a bad movie. <laughs> Ryan, hit us with those hot takes, buddy. I just... He just seemed way too cool with everything being in a video game. Like, he just accepted it automatically. That comes And I'm play. just like... That was there... something I wanted to discuss, too. Yes. Is that was that my biggest thing is I'm just like, he doesn't have, he's not like fearful of any, he's just like, cool, I, I'm in this video game world now, a demon's <laughs> tricked me, I'm here, That's technically going to this tree. It's technically a spoiler for book seven, Joel, do we want to discuss that? No, we won't go that far into it, but there is something to be said about how he's basically, well, there are points when he's like, uh grieves over or not really grieves but he's like oh man i really just did like this terrible thing like i just killed like a sentient person well yeah like being and then he's like i gained xp level up yeah (laughs) what attribute points am i gonna put into this like i'm the mid match it's just like 360 emotional like turnaround yeah, I mean, so there there's some stuff to say about like how he's so accepting about him being in a video game world and how he's not back on Earth anymore. And um, in God's eye, we get a little glimpse at like what happens to the people who are being pulled to the land. Which is. It's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. So like people like they say that people go missing no no they, they they just pretty much go into a coma and they're like now, this... now who's gonna get a shrapnel popcorn you know what we're not talking we're t- god's <laughs> eyes it's fine a different different oh, book, we'll, we'll save that for a different episode <laughs> yeah throw popcorn at me but, yeah so was that your only hot take that was really my only one other than sometimes um, the comedy didn't mesh well with the dark high fantasy world they were building. The world I had is some really moment. dark. And the world is the world is dark. And our on touches on a lot of sensitive subjects. Um, in the first book, the 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 big big sensitive subject is um, the sexual abuse that Isabel is met with when she is at the slave trader's house. I can't think of his, that douchebag's name. Um, oh, does that happen in book one? Yeah, that's the end of book one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Jeremy on on the way back. Yeah. Which was fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of uh, another, like, I think the the biggest one is the racism against the other races of the mythical creatures. And I mean, Alaron grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. 
I can't imagine some of the stuff he's he's probably experienced. Well, one thing that like I really enjoy about this book series is that as whenever it talks about like uh, racism or like sexuality, they 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 don't go into it. They just like gloss over it like it's normal. And yeah. I think normalifying uh, topics like that is a great way to just okay, it's a thing. We get that. Uh, How are we going to be like, better? Because that's another thing about yeah. after building this misfilage. He wants everyone to be welcome. Abide by the rules. You're going to be welcome, no matter your race, gender, whatever. You're you're going to yeah. be welcome in my place. I want to make a safe place. And we are only going to get there if we do it together. Ryan, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I definitely um, think of him trying to make it a place like that is a good thing and all that. Right. But I just, it was just more of a, um, the tones could switch in the book very fast. They they do. That is a common theme mm -hmm. that will happen. Um, I think it's more of like trying to like look on the brighter side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you'll go from adventuring, like camaraderie jokes, all that kind of thing, to some real dark shit happening yeah. real quick. <laughs> and Alaron's writing style, like when he wants you to hate someone, you fucking hate him. Yeah, you really hate yeah. him. Yeah, you'll experience that quite a bit um, mm -hmm. when you continue to read the series. Which I'm just gonna give to you the the books on Kindle <laughs> so you can read them because they're they're so good. Can I get them for free with my Kindle subscription? Kindle Unlimited, yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all on Kindle Unlimited. Um, I'll send you the the list, but if you look at the titles, I'll tell you right now, some of the titles do not match with what the book is. <laughs> catacombs, nothing hey, about hey, the catacombs. Yeah, catacombs. <laughs> they, I think they mentioned the catacombs like twice, and then it's just poof. Uh... Um, but like some of the, it, it gets darker. As the series goes on, it gets darker. I've been driving for Lyft for the past, like, two weeks. And mm -hmm. um, I ran out of Apple Music, so I just put on an audiobook. And I was like, what better way to get people to listen to the land than by playing it while I'm driving by people around? Forcing them to <laughs> listen to it while I take them to the airport. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Out of 39 rides, five stars, baby. Let's go. And actually, I've gotten a few people that are like, can you like, like, you know, send this in a message or something just so I can remember it and screenshot it. I was like, yeah, fine, go ahead. I'll, I'll do that. So I think I've gotten quite a few people to listen to it. And I've actually got a few people at my work to listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely uh, have made this joke before, but Richie's superpower is converting people to the land. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our... <laughs> Anytime there's like I get a new lit RPG or anything, I, I may or may not post it in the, the group chat and send it to Joel. So, yeah, I'm like, Joel, guess what's on our list next? Oh, gosh, dude, there was a sale. There's a sale right now yeah. on oh, Audible if where it's 49 percent off. 60 and to I 80 spent sometimes 60 to Yeah, I spent way too much money than I, I like. 
on this sale. Yeah, uh, I, I was gonna do a an audible plug really quickly, even though we're we're not we're we're unofficially not sponsored by Audible. <laughs> I uh, I did pick up a few things um, on this Audible sale. I picked up uh, the Nameless Dwarf series, which is a six book all in one for eight bucks. Uh, I picked up the Gospel of Loki. I picked up Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman, and I picked up. Oh, it's so good. Mm. And Neil Gaiman actually narrates it, and it just it captures yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. Now, I listened to that audio book on a road trip. That's a great audio book. It's really good. Um, but there's, like, a ton of lit RPGs. Um, when I get paid, I'm going to pick up the um, Asgard's Fall, which is a lit RPG that deals with Norse mythology, and I'm all for it. Because I've been on a Norse mythology kick. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure everyone's tired of it. Um, so Snake's Life. Snake's Life is on, on the list, Joel. <laughs> I haven't downloaded I'm ready to listen to it. I just got to get through some of the stuff I'm listening to right now and some of the stuff I'm actually reading right now, uh, which will take us into our next segment uh, before I do a little bit more of a serious um, part of the show. Um, it's just a little topic I want to tackle really quickly. But Joel, what are you listening to? Yeah. Okay, so I bought a lot of stuff. Obviously, I'm afraid um, to see your list now, dude. <laughs> what what I've been re- listening to recently is Underpowered Howard, That's... which is the sequel to Chronicles of Ethan, which is a four book series and it is complete. And I've been no, it it, it might be three. Yeah, it's the Chronicles of Ethan trilogy. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I listened to that. I also just finished He Who Fights With Monsters book two. And I am, I I fell in love with it. I'm so waiting for the next book to come out. I'll give it another shot. It's just the first book. I I can only make it about six hours in and I'm just like, God, I hate this character. Yeah. So the character, well, the audio book, the character hey, has well, a uh, Australian. Australian. Well, he's from accent. Australia. He's from he's Australia. From Australia. And... The character I realized recently because uh, the series, uh, TV series just came out, but the character sounds and acts a lot like Loki from the Loki TV series. And he's just always like... uh, Deceiving. Doing like huge acting, like uh, blowing things out of proportion. And so... I I was partway through book two and watched uh, watched some Loki and there's a scene where Loki like hey, makes whoa, a whoa. like big scene. Wait, are we? No, well, well that we have a Marvel show for that one. Okay, okay, fine. Like a Marvel anyway, initiative every Monday. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. do plugs in the scheduling, Ryan. Anyway, I was calling bullshit on him and mm-hmm. I. I I definitely saw that from the way that the character acts in uh, He Who Fights With Monsters. Okay. All right. Anything I think else? I, I bought Save Point, so okay. we'll look to, for that. We'll have to dive into My that. takes on that soon. And the feedback loop, I bought the fifth and sixth book in that series. Oh, hell yeah. I just finished three not too long ago. Yeah. So I need to get four, five, and six. 
I bought True Smith, which I've been looking forward to for a while, oh, and God. Chrysalist, okay. which is that lizard warrior. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We were talking about that the other day. It's on my wish list. I'll have to get it now. Basically, just bought my entire wish list. I I can't buy my entire wish list, Joel. I don't have like a grand to drop on Audible. Yeah, <laughs> I I did pre-order book three for He Who Fights with Monsters. I, uh, just because it was on sale. I pre-ordered Soulbrand, which is the third book in the Weapons and Wielders series. I got a few other books, and then I'm going to pick up like Asgard's Fall and stuff I'm really excited about. Uh, Ryan, other than the land, anything you're reading right now? Not not at the moment, no. <laughs> you you going to dive into book two? I'll probably will soon. Okay, all right. We'll have to get it scheduled so we can get the... Uh, the show going and i'm still i'm still pushing to get dr kong on here because i would if we can get the honestly anyone yeah, from anyone like from the miss village anyone who wants to uh be on the show from the miss village to get their hot takes uh hit us up either in the comments or at my uh my twitter at his joel, twitter joel you don't use yeah. your twitter enough which I'll, I'm gonna. Uh, I look us, at it. I just don't. Yeah. I'm gonna make a stats on stats uh, Twitter page too, so that way we can have all that stuff. Um. So before we do our closeouts, really quickly, um, one of the themes I, I or I just I kind of wanted to reach out because I, I've had a rough few weeks these past few weeks. It was just one thing after another, and Ryan even was like, dude, what the hell? Yeah, you were just getting <laughs> fucking decked in the face every time you stood up. I was. I had my engine go out of my car, and then I just I had some really bad days at work, and today was actually not a really good day at work either. But Power outages. Oh, God. I was Yeah, I had the power <laughs> outage and a tornado touchdown, and I was just yeah. like, Jesus, dude. My old car went, you're Anna. cursed. And I was like, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm cursed now. Um, no, I'm going to say, um, my mental health kind of tanked a little bit. And if it wasn't for these two guys sitting here with me, uh, talking about one of my favorite book series, which actually helped me through a really dark time as well. And that's one of the reasons I love this series so much is because I, I was not okay. I was having a <laughs> really, really bad time. And, uh, I finally caved and listened to the series. Joel was like, dude, it's going to take your mind off things. I was like, all right. It, it took my mind off things <laughs> and then broke me even further. <laughs> in a good way, not in a bad way. It actually made me feel like I was caring about something again. Um, so I'm going to offer a little bit of a quest with a personal reward. Reach out to someone. Go out and you know if you feel like you're one of your friends or a loved one or someone is having a bad time just let them know you're there for them see a random stranger on the street say hi to them you don't know how much a smile or just a hello might change someone's day so your quest reach out reward make someone's day personal like, gratification not even personal <laughs> gratification just reach out to someone like you know make sure like just have a i don't i don't know how to put it into proper words 
I'm getting emotional now. Shit. Um, hold on. Let me uh, get back into my uh, my persona real quick. <sighs> All right. So. <laughs> Pull it together, Rich. I pulled it together. All right. So, like I said, just just reach out to someone. And if there is someone out there who, you know, listens to our show and everything and feels like they don't have someone to talk to, reach out to me. My DMs on Twitter are always open. I may not give off the great, uh, the best advice, but I'll be someone to, you know, listen <laughs> to your story and make sure I try to, you know, make your day. Either sending you a stupid meme or just letting you know it's going to be okay. Feel free to reach out to me at Rich Dolphus on Twitter. And that's actually the only plug I'm going to do. Joel, what are you plugging? Oh, man. I, I normally would plug my Twitter, but apparently I don't use it. Um, you, you don't. <laughs> I really still. don't. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I will still, like, uh, look at that. So if you have anything to send... Uh, you can send it to my Twitter, uh, or you might be able to catch me on uh, Twitch. I stream sometimes, not all the times. I'm a pretty when busy was guy. The last time you actually streamed? Hey, I don't know. I could stream Dark Alliance. We could stream some could, Dark Alliance. We could, we could do some Dark Alliance. I know Ryan's not going to get it because IGN gave it a four. <laughs> I've been enjoying it, to be honest. It's actually quite a fun time. Is it just bad Diablo? It's Warhammer it's... meets Diablo. Okay. I it's it's a bit buggy right now, but it's I mean uh -huh. it's day one. And I mean for forty bucks, it's not bad. It's a fun time. I think I get a free of Games Pass. I think and it's crossplay. I think too. Mm. I'll check into that. All right. Hey Ryan. Yeah. My uh, my anime nation boy. What are you plugging? I'll be plugging just the uh, the channel where we put this and some of the content on there, the Penultimate Conquest. Hell yeah. Richie's Stats on Stats, my anime nation. I'm also the co-host of the Penultimate Conquest podcast where we talk all things video games. Long and tiring week last week. Go check out any of our E3. Oh God! Uh, I don't. A I, lot of a lot of fun times. I don't know how you did it. Just from us doing the uh, Square Enix <laughs> and the fake PC gaming show. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was drained after that. Yeah, yeah. I woke up uh, in the last day of Final Voice, so it happens. God. But uh, definitely check out that stuff, and then uh, definitely check out Monday's Mobile Monday's Initiative, especially if you're liking that Loki show. We're doing the review of that. Do we have anything fun coming up for the rest of the month? I forgot to look at the schedule because I've been like doing no sleep. Um, no, but you can check our director. Ruben has it all set up on the penultimate conquest dot com for our schedule for the month. And he's also streaming Ratchet and Clank, which is a fantastic fucking game. It's a great game. Um, it looks like he only has May up. He doesn't have anything for June up yet. Well, we tried. We, yeah. we were doing E3. <laughs> we, we, you were doing E3, and you guys killed it. But And that's all I got to play. Oh, and uh, if you want any anime hot takes, look at Ryan the Lion 3055 on Twitter. That is true. And he, he does have some good, uh, some good takes, even though he tells me my takes are bad. <laughs> they usually are. Hey, hey, I like, I I like stuff. That. Joel, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> But that is it for 
the first episode of The Land. Like I said, Joel and I will be doing this whole series. Uh, I don't think we're going to be doing it live on Twitter or on Twitch, not Twitter, um, just because there's so much content. But if you are interested in listening to more of this, we will be uh, putting this on the YouTube channel. Also, check out the Penultimate Conquest uh, website where we do have shirts now uh, for the merch store and everything, which I believe Mary Kate Carney is the artist, yeah. Brian. Yes, MC Carney and she is awesome. She does she did some really good designs. I know Joel is in the process of designing the official Stats on Stats t-shirt and he will be wearing it to Dragon Con. And I'm jealous cuz I can't go, but I'm sending him <laughs> money so he can get me some books. But for all things lit RPG and all things media here on the Penultimate Conquest channel, but not for this show. But for all things lit RPG, this has been Episode 6 of Stats on Stats, The Land Founding. Take care.